up and welcome to Sip and Slay Sunday. It's your girl, your fave, your host, Telly, coming at you to talk to you today about self-love. So go on ahead, grab your favorite drink if you haven't already, if you're not aware of the routine. Today, I am going to be sipping on the healthy water. Sit back, relax, and let's get to talking about self-love because I genuinely feel like part of the reason why people don't demand respect for themselves or even why they care so much about what others think is because they lack that self-love that is needed. So ironically on my YouTube channel, Get Fit With Telly, I touched base on the concept of looking good and feeling good and deciding if there is a connection between the two. Uh, We have definitely all heard of the phrase, when you look good, you feel good. But what does this phrase really mean? I asked if it is a mind game that we play on ourselves. And honestly, it can be. We tend to lie to ourselves a lot. Why we do this, I'm not really sure. But we say to ourselves that we feel good and that we are happy, but a lot of the time it reflects on the outside. And in the world we live in, unfortunately, appearances are everything. People look at you and judge you based on how you look. So we try our best to look good so we can seem okay. But that appearance is just a mask covering up the fact that we really and truly don't love ourselves. We allow ourselves to be stomped on, disrespected, and getting all in our head about what others think of us and for what? Why? Your self-esteem is so low because you allow someone else to tell you how you look or to tell you who you are. Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means taking care of our own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. And it also means not settling for less than you deserve. It is not about what you wear or your makeup. It isn't just about looking good. When you love yourself, that is the least of your problems. Taking it from me, your girl, Telly, where I lost my identity for a very, very long time. I forgot how to love myself and I didn't realize it was reflecting in my behavior. And I had to have a very real conversation with myself and really ask why I stopped loving myself. But I realized something very interesting. I never really did love myself. Sad, yeah, I know. I never really did. I grew up thinking that I did because I looked cute and I felt cute. But I was empty on the inside. 
I was neglecting the inner me, the real me. I didn't know what loving myself really was. I mean, we are told what it is supposed to look like and how we should. But if two plus two doesn't equal four, it won't make a difference. You will just be continuing to lie to yourself. I honestly thought when I was skinny and small, what people knew me to be, that I loved myself then. I gained weight after an injury and I felt like it ruined my image and I began to hate myself and would hate to look at myself in the mirror. What was my image? To be hiding behind makeup? Now don't get me wrong. I love, love wearing makeup and the art that is behind it. But it was my way of masking the real reality that I didn't know what loving me entailed. And I didn't want anyone to see that and see my insecurities. Honestly, and this is coming from a very honest place, all of this is coming from what I've seen. I never saw self-love at home. I do apologize for anybody who thought I did. I do apologize to my mom if you thought I did, but I did not. I saw masks. Okay? I saw that I have to get up and still take care of my children and I still have to move forward, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't want anyone to think that that is a bad thing when, and I'm not a parent, but when you become an adult, there's just certain things that you know you have to do and you move through those different things. But in reality, you get lost because you forget about you which is the main priority if you are not okay you can't take care of your children and a lot of people tend to forget that you can't take care of anyone whether it's children husbands wives it doesn't matter you can't take care of anyone if you are not taking care of you if you're not pouring into yourself so Yeah, I've never seen the healing. And when you don't correct these things that have disturbed your peace, they will follow you into your future relationships with husbands, wives, friends, coworkers. And I can honestly say that it followed me because a lot of the things that I felt about myself, I uncovered why I felt those things while being married. So... Sometimes it's not a bad thing for your spouse to be that person to help you uncover certain things, but it's always good to still learn ahead of time if you can, so that way you can give them what they need in order for them to provide to you. I'm not sure if that's making any sense, but if it is, I'm so happy. Now, going back to this marriage. Let's not talk about getting married and feeling like you have lost who you are in that marriage because 
boy did I have a rude awakening when I came to grips like I mentioned before and realized who I had become was not who I was meant to be and that had nothing to do with my husband these were things that I never fixed the parts where you just date any random guy because you're trying to find the love that you wish you would have had from a father those things that you don't fix they do follow you granted I had my father there were bits and pieces of my life where I didn't and of course I was young and didn't understand and there was a lot of emotions that I don't think I ever really dealt with because I was just moving and grooving oh okay this one boy doesn't love me okay I'm gonna find someone else to do it and that was the wrong perspective because you shouldn't be looking for love in someone else the love starts with you I'm gonna say that again you should not be looking for love in someone else the love starts with you okay I essentially became my husband's shadow. Whether he knows that or not, he probably doesn't. But I became his shadow because I didn't want anyone to see me. And I love wearing baggy clothes. I'm a very 90s inspired person. Okay. But I realized that I wore them more so because I didn't want anyone to see what I looked like. Okay, so remember I told you I got injured? I was skinny. When I say I was skinny, I was about 125, 130 skinny, okay? I went from that to about 180 pounds injury. Now I'm about 197 solid. Still, not from where I came from, okay? So I was very insecure about how I looked. I was very, I, I, I couldn't imagine how I became where I was and how I got to this place and and that's when I started to really realize it hit me if I don't love myself how can I love my husband my friends my family how can I teach others how to love me if I don't know how to love myself Granted, I've been married four years and I've been with my husband for about nine, okay? And I feel like I've been constantly trying to teach my husband how to love me and not to say that that's a bad thing because you grow and you evolve, right? And as you grow and evolve, you discover new things about yourself. So you're never going to fully 110% know your person no matter who you're with you're just never going to 100% know them you may know them from how you saw them as a friend and that's how my relationship started but you just never know how they are in a relationship until you're in a relationship with them and then learning about the the things the pet peeves that come with being with that person full time and so while I'm uncovering the love that I'm that I'm having for myself I'm teaching my husband at the same time and I think it's a beautiful thing because it's an awakening and I'm allowing him to be a part of this awakening so that I could properly get the love that I deserve it's kind of like the four the what was it the 
or four love five love languages is it four or five listen i'm sorry i read the book before i got married but i don't quite remember which one it is it's either four or five i want my love languages to really be given to me one of them is gifts and another one is words of affirmation and i can't get anyone to give me the touch the physical the uh the words of affirmation the gifts if i don't show you what i'm interested in if i don't teach you what kind of touch that i want to feel that love or if i don't and it's kind of weird to say this teach you the words of affirmation that i need that one's a little bit of a tough one but you get what i'm saying but now i'm at a point where I look at myself every day and I really love on myself and the beauty that is me, the beauty that God bestowed upon me. And I thank him every day for creating me and making me into the image that he saw for me. I can now see myself more than just me. I see myself as this wonderful creative being and how I look has absolutely nothing to do with the knowledge that I can pour into people. Self-love essentially means accepting yourself as you are in that very moment for everything that you are. And that includes your emotions. I love me fat with all my roles and I loved me skinny. If you have curves, are chubby, fluffy, don't let anyone make you not love yourself. Don't let anyone, including family, say things to you that may make you feel small, okay? Parents tend to use phrases that I cannot stand, okay? Some of y'all may have heard this. I have heard it too. Get back to the child I used to know. Or are you getting back to being skinny? Those are things you do not say. And it's not things that you should accept. Okay? I realized it because I took it. And it hurt me. But it only hurt me because I felt those same ways about myself. Especially when you're always the skinny one, or when you were always the skinny one, and your sibling was always the plus size one. You get a lot of remarks. Just because I gained some sort of weight, and we're going to just go into the weight topic real quick, doesn't mean that I am not me, okay? Granted, when I say I lost myself, I lost who I truly was I was a person that loved to play and makeup all the time, loved to do a different wig every day, loved to be high spirit, want to go out and do things. Granted, that was me. That was early 20s me. I'm about to be 30. The 30 me doesn't mind a Netflix and chill. The 30 me doesn't mind not wearing makeup every day though i love the creative side of makeup and i love to play in it i have realized that me i am just as beautiful without makeup as i am with it the makeup is a compliment to me and when i was wearing makeup before that wasn't the way that i felt 
It may not have looked that way to the naked eye to other people, but I didn't feel that way. I wanted to hide the pimples on my face. I wanted people to not see the hyperpigmentation. Listen, I done had an allergic reaction a couple months ago and it completely stained my face. I have marks all over my face and my body now from the hives that I encountered. So that is nothing, okay? I can still see the beautiful me because it's not about the skin, it's the skin deep, okay? So I went off on a tangent real quick, I'm sorry about that, but I just wanted to give you that. So parents, people, stop telling your kids that. It's just, it's blatantly rude. Even if you can't see it, it's rude. But, back on topic, I essentially freed myself from the jail that I put myself in, and I had to have a real talk with myself there is no way I would go back there and I don't want anyone else who has felt that way to remain there there are a lot of things that we can do to start the journey of self-love because having you time is simply not enough you need to have some difficult conversations with yourself once you do that my friend you can unlock some real clarity on some of the things that you have been hiding from yourself. You want to live the most peaceful and fulfilling life, living in your truth, living in you. So let's go on this journey together because I want to tell you how you can start. And this doesn't mean that because I'm saying let's do this together, Does that mean a bad thing? You can restart this journey at any point in time if you need to. If you fell off the horse, you can get back on. So, for one, become more mindful. You need to know what you want and what you need, which is why having that conversation with yourself is so important. You don't want the thoughts of others to cloud your judgment you want to also take actions based on your needs rather than your wants you want to keep your focus on what you need okay when you don't do this you will keep yourself stuck in the past and that essentially lessens your self-love okay now my favorite part practicing self-care I don't know who don't love this, but I do. And you will love yourself more when you take care of yourself. Self-care is different for everyone. So don't think this is the same. Some people take self-care as going on a shopping spree. I may take that as giving myself a nice bath, okay? Everybody's expectation for self-care is different. So eating well getting proper rest, exercising. These are great ways to practice self-care at the basic, you hear me? Basic level, like level one. You want to also start to make room for healthy habits. So that self-care is also a healthy habit that you can hone in on and make sure is number one. Because you want to do stuff 
not to get it done or because you have to, but because you care about you. You are the number one priority. So like I said, if you are not good, (laughs) your people can't be good. Your students can't be good. Your colleagues can't be good. Okay? Habits do take time to build. So you got to be patient with yourself. But don't leave space for the negativity to step in and take control. Okay? And the last one for now is to live with intention. You want to live a more meaningful and healthy life. This is something that I am putting 10 toes down on on my Get Fit With Telly channel. It is not just for me to pour information into you on different variations of health topics that are either well-known or not known enough, but it is also for you to uncover how you can live in intention and live that more meaningful life. Okay, you want to live a life of substance. And I'm telling you, you will feel amazing about yourself when you flourish, when you did what God asked you to pour into other people. Your cup will run it over. If that's mentoring the future children or to help someone live a healthier life by being a nutritionist. I'm telling you, there is no greater love than helping someone else. Even if you only touch one person, you have began the journey to touch a million people. That may sound far-fetched, but I'm telling you, touch one person, you will touch a million. You, my friend, are more than what you look like. You are more than those who disrespect you. And you are more than what others say or think of you. What matters is what you think of you and the love that you have for you. I hope you got something great out of today's message that was poured into me and it has been absolutely fun sipping on my water, you know, behind the scenes and slaying with you guys on this beautiful Sunday. Thank you again so much for tuning in and as always, until the next sip and slay Sunday. Your girl Telly is out, baby.